We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Santa Mikulin and Santa Dennis. I'm Santa Ayers, and fellas, this is an Nate Robinson podcast. Yeah, Nate Rob. Christian, it's been a <laughs> tough week for you, bro. Whoa. Tough week. For those who don't know, uh, Christian got ridiculed in the comments on one of our videos on Instagram, and... Uh, he was called a lot of things, and Nate Robinson, three three time three time NBA dunk champ, chimed in. And not only did he win it three times, he then commented on that reel three different times to let Christian know that Christian doesn't actually know ball for the centers that you picked. Yeah, do you want to hear exactly what Nate Rob said? Yeah, please share it with them because I, this is the fact that I, just a a pathetic guy in Phoenix, got in the head of. Nate Robinson is hilarious to me. Yeah, so this is, and I quote uh, from Nate Robinson, talking about Christian Dennis, the last dude has no basketball knowledge whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so everyone who's been listening to our podcast is like, yeah, man, Christian, he knows what he's talking about. I guess I don't. So I'm sorry for leading you all astray. You know nothing. I I am nothing. You know, Christian, let me let me put this on the record. I liked your picks. I liked your center picks. I liked all of them except for the last one, the Wemby versus Shaq, well, which I know, I know you're doing. Listen, you know that's that's to be fair. We haven't seen the full season of Wemby. There's still a lot of season left, and he's been he's been performing really well. <laughs> if the Spurs will just give him the basketball, okay, that leads in. To fix your hat. It looks ridiculous. Wait, what's going on? Wait, fix, wait, fix yeah, me up. Let you, me bro. talk while you what fix does it me lead up. Into? It leads into, you know, last week we talked about the beauty of the small market kingdom and all yeah. these prosperous teams. We're doing the flip end this week because we cover all small market teams. All People of them. Need, need to realize that. Good and bad. And bad. We are covering the absolute worst. The San Antonio Spurs being a part of that group. They're losers of 12 straight. And as Christian was saying, I've watched a few Spurs games now. They need to give Wimby the basketball. There should be no reason why they don't dribble up the court every time and he gets the ball. He needs to touch it on every single possession. And it's it's sad to see like you Jeremy Sohan just getting absolutely annihilated on like Spurs Reddit and yes. Twitter about how he's ruining Wemby. It, it is, we're not even 20 games into the season, and there are now talking points of, and Jeremy Sohan, who is liked by different NBA communities, but we're starting to see some people in the Spurs community saying, hey, this guy refuses to give our best prospect ever the basketball. It's wild. It's wild. Coming into the season, I feel like Jeremy Sohan was one of the like darlings, especially within the San Antonio fan base. For sure. And yeah, I mean, they're bottom four in offensive rating and bottom four in defensive, defensive rating. rating. It's it's abysmal. And you wouldn't think a Popovich team um, centered around one of the best prospects we've ever seen would fall that low, but they have. And even the rotations, I mean, listen. I don't watch a ton of Spurs basketball. I'll be the first to admit, but I did watch a game last week and they got Devin Vassell coming off the bench. They have Devin Vassell. And that's the thing. They have Shetty Osman off the bench, Doug McDermott still getting playing time, but Devin Vassell, yeah. he should start for the right. San Antonio Spurs. He right. should not be the sixth. It man. doesn't even make sense because 
when you have Wemby on the court, you need shooting, and Vassell is probably one of their better shooters. I think he is their best shooter. I, I don't think they... Zach Collins, they, they've talked pretty high about his three-point shooting. He's shooting 27% from three. Yeah. It just... And Jeremy Sohan's not an, a real outside threat. Yeah, so they got Osman and Doug both above 40%. But, yeah, 42% from Devin Vassell. Yeah. And they need that alongside Victor. So I, I'm just curious if, like, maybe the Spurs are, like, they're experimenting with all these different lineups to see what works best with Wemby. Or if it's just, like, a play of, like, hey, let's just, like, really tank it this year. Yeah. Get another solid pick. And then from there, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my thought... Going in this year, Devin Vassell was going to be the facilitator and Wimby would be Wimby. And they haven't really done that. And I, Wim- I yeah. think I even said Vassell would be most improved player. I think that was my pick for the year. Right. And it's just tragic to see the way the Spurs have been running that. And they have some great, like, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, and, and Wimby are all really good young players. And Sohan is... A good young player. I, I don't know if they're utilizing him correctly or maybe it's just his play that Spurs Twitter doesn't really like. And then, of course, Malachi Branham, who they have high hopes for. But it's not like it's just doom and gloom. They don't have prospects. But it is shocking how awful they have been. Do you think there has to be something between Sohan and Wemby? You know, Sohan's from England. Oh. Wemby's from France, you know, the, oh. go back to like World War Two. There was a little. Oh, we're going back to World War Two. Yeah, like the English. They were and, allies. Uh, the French and and the French. Did did this guy like knows history. Yeah, the French. But did they like each other? Maybe not, but they were allies. The French surrendered, though. The French did. Maybe Sohan's like, dude, why'd you surrender? Why'd you surrender? Do you remember 1994 or 1940? Not 94. <laughs> 1944. Uh, off to a riveting start. No. So why do you think he's, um, is he, he's from England, Jeremy Sohan? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He, I, I know he went to Baylor, but he, he's, he's That's reference says he's from Oklahoma. No, there's no chance. <laughs> Have you seen the gap between his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. Let's see where he grew up. It says right Jeremy here. Sohan, place of birth. This is real time podcasting. He grew then, up in Oklahoma, man. I see. Sohan was born Guyman, <laughs> Oklahoma. No, dude. I swear he's from England. Let me. He gives off England vibes. Like he looks like you know. Christian is never going to break the claim, beat the claims, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you do not know ball, bro. He's you never know nothing. Beat the claims. We're screwed. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Sohan was born in Oklahoma. The mm. family moved to England when he was three. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Maybe he knows yeah. a little ball. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit. He's oh. got to build his reputation he's, back He's up. starting to beat the claims. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to take more than knowing where Sohan yeah. grew up. Nice going, man. Yeah. Congrats. Um, but, no, this first team is, is butt buns. cheeks. Certified buns. <laughs> yeah. And then we got Popovich telling fans how to cheer for people oh, let the dude. fans live they yeah. could they could boo for who they want yeah, if they want to boo Kawhi, boo Kawhi. Kawhi, you know, Kawhi, Kawhi kind of deserves to be does, booed by the Spurs he's he refused to play sat out because he didn't want to play went and played for a team that won the championship and it's part of the fan experience if I'm paying for a ticket as long as I'm not harassing these players booing is hilarious boo it's That's fun awesome yes. it's part of the game 
It's part of the game. Popovich, you can't tell people what to do, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Pop. Respect. We respect you, Pop. Knock it off. Knock it off. I agree. This is Pop 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 Podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Spurs have been bad. But we have something brewing that is even more special in the East. It's actually happening as we're recording. Detroit versus Washington. Oh my gosh. Two teams with two wins. Detroit's lost 13 straight games. Washington's lost nine straight games. And, I mean, they're horrible. A streak is going to be broken tonight. A streak will be broken. I really hope the Pistons lose this game. Because at this point, like, 13 losing, losing 13 games is really impressive. It's, it's hard to do. That's really hard to do. And the fact that they've been this bad this year... It, it sucks to watch because we had high hopes with Cade being healthy and then finally getting to see him with Jaden Ivey. And now it's like Killian Hayes is playing over Jaden Ivey. Um, Asir Thompson has been playing well, but the fit hasn't looked good. And then, you know, Jalen Duran and the revolving door of their big men's with Bagley That's and bad. Wiseman has like not been and pretty. Is Monty Williams doing a good job of coaching them? I don't know. Two and fourteen makes me believe probably not super great. Um, and on top of that, Cade Cunningham he averages twenty two points per game. Second best, Jalen Dern at twelve point seven. Uh, so not a lot of scoring for the Detroit Pistons. No, they're giving off two thousand twelve Charlotte Bobcat vibes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Worst basketball team ever. They won seven games. <laughs> Pistons. How? Be how, careful. How do the <laughs> Detroit Pistons? How do they? I mean. How do you suck this bad? Dude. And in a league full of parity. And notice, you might not have noticed that. I took the T out. Until they won a, another game, they're the Pissons. <laughs> <laughs> the Pissons. The Detroit Pissons. Pissons. And they're pissing me off. They're pissing me off. And their counterpart, the Washington Wizards. Wait, can I say one thing about the Pistons? Yes, please. Should we FaceTime? Should we get FaceTime Cade Cunningham and tell him to wake up? Yeah, wake up. All right. Call Cade. call Cade. Yeah, let's call Cade. Cade Cunningham, what's up? Small ball podcast. Quick message for you. Wake up, bro. You're supposed to be the future of the league. You're the number one pick. What are you doing? Anything else? Um, Cade, big fan. Um, I chose Lamella Ball over you in my fantasy basketball league. Um <laughs> Good choice by me so far. Prove me wrong, Cade. Prove me wrong. You got anything for him? Cade, come on, man. I need you to shoot the three ball a lot better. You're a better shooter than what your percentage says, man. Lock in. We need to see Detroit basketball back. And it's on you. See you, bro. See you, see you Cade. Talk to you later. Wow, that was really nice. He's going to like that. Um... <laughs> That's going to put a little fire under his butt, that's yeah. for sure. He's like, wait, does Small Ball Podcast just try to FaceTime me? <laughs> he gets that. He's going to see that reel. He's going to be like, holy. He's going to love it. Yeah, he's he's not going to be happy. And on the flip end, yeah, the Washington Wizards, same record, but they feel infinitely worse, <laughs> which I didn't think was possible. Both teams have two wins, but they feel like they are the worst team ever conceived. <laughs> you know that's but that's what we thought right yeah we thought that they were going to be bad this year but 
we kind of thought at least like Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma would be going. I didn't. You didn't think they'd be going off this year? No. I'm, I thought I, they I, I, I've always said I'm not a pool boy. Okay, that's fair. I at least thought he would throw up some stats. I did too. Jordan Poole hasn't really done anything this Kuzma's year. Kuzma's been balling. Kuzma's so a hooper. Kuzma has been dog. amazing. He's a dog. Jordan Poole, bro. We got Kevin Garnett talking about how he shouldn't be in the NBA. And we got videos surfacing of Jordan Poole oh. on the bench just looking like an, uh, he's looking like a buffoon out there. He's like not he paying attention care. to coach. He looks like a, like, you know, those guys like in high school, like, you know, gets called up to, to varsity. He's got all the talent in the world. He's a freshman, but he's just like goofing off while coaches like trying to drop a play. Grow up Jordan Poole. He's like, yeah, yeah he looks like a, a child. I will say he gives us some unforgettable moments where it's like turn around three, like takes a three, turns around, clanks. He had one move, spin moves off a defender, instantly pulls, and it's a slow-mo like highlight, so it looks like it's yeah. on pace of going, just clanks off the backboard. Yeah. I mean, it's special. Like he's giving us special moments and memories. The problem for Jordan Poole is they're all memes. This is an all-time season. This yeah. is an all-time Jordan Poole season. It, it, yeah, Andy. Yeah, small ball fans can't hear me, but in my opinion, Jordan Poole is like Jameis Winston of the NBA. Like, just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he is. That is. Andy, that is the best, and that's Santa and producer Andy. Um, that is probably the best comparison I think I have heard for Jordan Poole. He is absolutely the Jameis Dude, Winston of the just NBA. just wait until Jordan Poole gets LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> is that a thing? That's what Jameis got. He got LASIK. Because oh. <laughs> Jameis was like historic because he had like 30 touchdown passes, but also 30 interceptions First in the same ever, year. Right? Yes. That is what Jordan Poole is doing in the NBA. It's hilarious. It's And they're playing right now. I, I'm interested to see... Detroit off to a hot start, up six nothing early. Oh, yeah, probably the biggest lead they had all Blazing. year. Uh, um, really quick for Washington, obviously Pula and Kuzma. <laughs> who who do you build off of on in this franchise? Bilal Kubali. I don't even know how to say his name correctly, but honestly, they don't have that. They don't have a player. They don't have a piece. They don't yet. have a player yet, and so. I think, you know, they're going to potentially trade Kuzma and Poole um, this year at, or maybe this offseason. I think that's their goal. Uh, but I really don't think they have their guy yet. They don't have a number one. They None don't. of those guys are number ones. Right. Most of them aren't even number twos. Agreed. I yeah. mean, they are number twos, but a, a different form <laughs> of number two. Yeah, you got you to... Gotta, Try to squeeze out all the value you can out of the guys that are performing somewhat, like Kyle Kuzma, because you can't build around a 28 year old right. Kyle Kuzma, given he's balling, but go find him another home, get some draft capital, and yeah. tank. I'm interested to see if they move on from other um, players because they have good pieces. Like, like, I like Corey Kispert a lot. He's mm-hmm. a good shooter, he's a solid role player. Denny? Um, I think he, yeah. yeah, I think these players can provide a lot of talent. Um, to teams that are maybe contending that need more role players. Yeah, they just re-signed Denny Advia too, mm-hmm. and they have Kyle Kuzma. They just re-signed, and so they finally figured out their direction. Hey, we are going to tank. We're going to trade Bradley Beal, but now you have to figure out the direction of like, okay, what are we actually like? Who are we going to build around so we don't run into another Bradley Beal situation? Which I think they are in the midst of. I think we will see those trades because if you think about it. They, de- they decided this offseason they're going to tank. 
So it takes time to find the right deal, even if you're trying to give up players to get assets. Um, I mean, think about it. They traded and they had Chris Paul, and then they flipped him for Jordan Poole, a younger player. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if this season, I, I would fully expect Kuzma and Jordan Poole to be traded. I yeah. mean, there already are rumors about those two. Right. Um, I just don't even know what you get for Poole. Yeah. I feel like his value is so low. Yeah. I, I feel like he, he is a, a perfect six man. I think he still has value as a sixth man. Yeah. It's just crazy, though. Two years ago, after the Warriors won that championship, his value was probably among some of the highest of any of the young guards in the NBA. And he cashed out. He got paid. He got paid. And then I was like, oh, wait. Maybe he's not as good as we thought he was. Right. But that's the beauty of basketball. Um, Trevor, we're wearing, we're wearing Santa hats. Yeah. We're wearing Santa hats. It's the holiday season. I know you had something prepared for us. Yeah. So I just want to ask you guys, do these NBA people, or how should I word this? Do these people make, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, the naughty or nice list. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Are these players not on the naughty or nice list? They're not all players, though. Are these people on the naughty or nice list? Do these M- Are these NBA personalities on the naughty or nice list? Are these NBA personalities on the naughty or nice list? Let's get it. Scott, I'll be asking you, okay? You're off, you're off the hot seat, Christian. Yeah, Christian. <laughs> yeah. Let's close worry, this. Man. You mind if I close this for you? Oh, yeah. Just because I want the people to see you. You know what oh, I'm saying? sure. Well, we were just talking about both these guys, so let's just get them out the way. Jordan Poole. Mm. Jordan Poole has been very, very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> he, Yo. Yeah. Go. Yes. I mean, he's, he's the definition of naughty. He, he <laughs> takes all your money. He, he does absolutely nothing. He doesn't pay attention. And when you ask for him to show up in the big moments, he doesn't do it. Jordan Poole, you're a naughty, naughty boy. He's getting cold. He's, oh, it's lumps and lumps of coal. Yeah. All right. Kyle Kuzma. Very nice. Kyle Kuzma, I would say, is on this redemptive arc. So Kyle Kuzma, you are... Oh, my gosh. Kyle Kuzma, you have been very nice this season. When he left L.A., I really thought he was, like, at best a number four option. His stock has risen like crazy. He he could absolutely be a number two, number three option for some of the teams that are competing this year. Love that answer. Okay. We've also talked about this guy, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich has been on the naughty list. Whoa. Yes. No, not Pop. Pop. I love I love Popovich. But when you're bottom five, bottom five in offense and defense, and you have all these great young assets, that just that isn't going to fly. On top of that, you had your biggest boomer moment that I think I've seen from you telling fans that they can't boo. Your own fans, man. You can't do that. You've been naughty. You're on a roll, Scott. I'm locked in. Let's keep it going. Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton has been very nice. Uh, Halliburton, oh my gosh. Halliburton has been a top five guard in the NBA. Arguably a top three guard in the NBA. Arguably a top two guard in the NBA. Whoa. Whoa. Um, his, but I, not the top guard. But but not sure if he's the top guard. Um, his assist to turnover ratio. He has so many games where it's like twelve assists, zero turnovers. And you're like, that's what you need from a point guard, point guard, point guard in order to succeed in the NBA. He is the perfect pass first point guard that has a scoring threat as well. So yeah, definition of nice. Scott Foster. <laughs> Scott Foster. 
here's what I said. Scott Foster, you've... <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Where are you going to go? <laughs> I don't know. Because here's the thing. Scott Foster is always naughty, which I think in turn has made him nice. And, and hear me <laughs> what? out. What is that? What does that even mean? He's, he's always naughty to a point where it almost turns such a big negative into a positive. We know what we're getting from Scott Foster. It's bad refereeing every single night. But then he gives us the perfect moments online. He kicks Chris Paul out of basketball games. And for that, <laughs> Scott Foster, you've been nice. You know what's hilarious about Scott Foster? I saw this stat. Now, I don't know if this is like a meme account or if it's, this is legit. I don't know how you keep track of this. But uh, according to this page, his stats as far as right calls, <laughs> highest in NBA history. 97.3% of his calls are correct. Wow. So Scott Foster could be the greatest ref of all time. Is he the GOAT? I don't... That's who's, what, who's the GOAT ref? I don't know, but I just said he was nice. You did. Yeah. Kind of wild. Yeah. Gucci Mane is the GOAT. Off, off the, you know, no stats on, on that, but he is the GOAT. Okay. Controversial. You ready? Oh, gosh. A little controversial. Okay. Miles Bridges. <laughs> it pains. It's going to hurt. I, I'm going to say he's naughty. I, I, I am anti-Miles Bridges. He will always be naughty. He lost me when he said, hey, if I just play good basketball, maybe I'll win some fans over. That's not his exact quote. So he could score 80 points in a game, and this will be me watching the whole time. Hand over my face. I'm not going to support it. Miles Bridges, always naughty. This is a pro-women podcast. Pro-women pod. I like that. You hey, like that? I am proud of you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Last one, Josh Giddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, so here's what's, here's what's royally effed about saying Josh Giddy is saying he's naughty also feels wrong like not like like calling oh he's naughty like like it just it's gross like i it's not naughty or nice it's gross can i say he's gross he's very like like disciplinary naughty yeah (laughs) like that (laughs) you are naughty (laughs) yeah see that's the problem i can't say you're naughty because if i say you're naughty it's all in your tone you're naughty See, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Josh Giddy is naughty. He's a naughty guy for that. He's, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Josh Giddy is gross. Not naughty, not nice, but gross. Allegedly. Allegedly gross. <laughs> yes. That's, that's a great point. That's perfect. Yeah. Allegedly gross. Yeah. Because if it comes out and... He did nothing wrong? And he did nothing wrong? Nice. Then he's nice. So that's he, Well, he's been playing kind of naughty this year. He... You know what? He hasn't been great. I've been seeing OKC Twitter saying like, oh, are we going to trade this guy? But yeah, if allegedly gross, possibly nice. Possibly if nice. allegations yeah. are not true. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just had to ask. I, that, well, I mean, we've been planning this segment for a couple of weeks, and this this happened, and I was like, it, I have to. We had that to. In Josh Giddy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that whole – it's amazing the court of public opinion, a.k.a. just Twitter – yeah. They, and Reddit. Yeah, and Reddit. They will discern, determine if someone is guilty without anything coming out. We source, uh, trust for me. selfies and photos and videos yeah. and yeah. 
That's kind of yeah, but, but still, but we don't know when we, these were. We don't, we even don't know, know if they're when the same these girl. Were, if they were the same girl, but I don't. It, I don't believe anything until I see Woj or Shams tweet about it. I think that's super smart on Twitter. I if if Woj tweeted after the show, Josh Giddy has admitted to sleeping with a sixteen-year-old, then I'd say, yeah, no, that's that's pretty bad. We got to get rid of him. Right. But until I see that, I I try to be partial and fair and. And all right, let's wait till everything comes out. I respect it. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah, Trevor. You know, you, you do all the, the fun little real ideas. I thought I, I might throw one back at you. Throw it. All right. So let's guess the NBA team based on what college they went to. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys the starting five of each team. Okay. Only in their college. Only by their college. And okay. we're going to start off easy and go into hard. So this first one, we're just going to, I'm going to have one player missing. Okay. Um, so just let me finish my colleges before. Okay. Because I'm sure you guys will get get it pretty quick. All right. The first team got Weber State. What position? Do we get At position? point guard. Oh, I already know. Florida State at shooting guard. Texas A&M at small forward. Power forward is a mystery. And Stanford is center. Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Yep. Yep. I was yep. trying to time Bucks with you. Yeah, that's the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. Next one's a little bit difficult, but I think you guys got it. All right. So the point guard played at University of uh, Colorado Boulder. The shooting guard's question mark. The small forward went to Baylor. Power forward went to UNC. And the start, uh, the the center went to Virginia Tech. Mm. The Baylor small forward is where my mind's at. Um, what's the point guard you said? Colorado. University of Colorado Boulder. Boulder, 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 Boulder. Scott should know this. Well, no, you shouldn't. It's power forward is UNC. Yes. Huh. 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 Center is. I I heard Derek. I thought Derek White right away, but this is a small ball podcast, so it's not. It's not the Boston Celtics. Um. Baylor small forwards. Um. Baylor. Well. Baylor. Baylor guys. Who are some Baylor guys? Who's the center? Torian, Virgin- Torian the, Prince. The, the the um. Center is Virginia Tech. Oh, this Virginia is a Tech, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. This Baylor. is a tough one. Think about the Baylor guys. Like, I feel like those are the most e- easily. Um, would Donovan know? Who's oh, dude? Uh, it's I can give you this the shooting guard, and that yeah. might give it away. Give us the shooting guard. Shooting guard went to Villanova. Oh, is it? Um, is it the Nets? It is the Brooklyn it's Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> Yep. As the point guard. Who went to yep. Baylor? So their their oh. starting five's interesting oh. because they go uh Dinwiddie, Mikel Bridges, um it is Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Oh. Cam Johnson and then Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah, dude. I would have never gotten that. I should right, I right. should have gotten that. All right, last one, last one here. All right, point guard went to Iowa State. Go clones. The shooting guard went to University of Missouri. University of Missouri. Yep. Go Tigers. Uh, the small forward's a question mark. Power forward went to Wake Forest. And then the center's a question mark. Point guard is, who'd you say again? 
Iowa State. I know a really good Iowa State point guard. Rhymes with Ponte Porus. Monte Morris. Mm. <laughs> I got another one for Who? you. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I think that's the Indiana Pacers. Incorrect. Oh. Whoa. You wow. knew I was going to say that. You knew Who's, it. Wait, what are the other colleges? So point guard went to Iowa State. Uh, shooting guard went to University of Missouri. Um, the power forward went to Wake Forest. Oh, and we've definitely talked about this power forward before. Because we've talked about this, the Wake Forest connection. Because I remember I'm like, wait, there's a Wake Forest basketball player. But I, I, don't, I don't know who it is. Um, which of those players is the best? The best player went to University of Missouri. Missouri, Missouri. Um, University of Missouri. If I give you the center, it might give you guys a, a better idea. Yeah. The center went to Auburn. Oh, it's the Utah Jazz. Yep. Yep. Utah Jazz. So Iowa State, Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. University of Missouri, Jordan Clarkson. And then uh, Lori, Lowry, market in, went to University of Arizona. Yeah. John Collins went to John Wake Forest. John Collins is Wake Forest. That's how I knew because we've talked about that connection before. Yeah. Dang it. I would have never gotten that. I'm not a college guy. So I would say you guys failed. Yeah, we that failed was a, That was a disaster. That was tough. That was a disaster, Christian. I made it too hard. I made it too hard. I'm sorry. This is like my game show. (laughs) This is my game show all over again. Do one more. I can't wait for Nate Robinson to comment saying, you guys don't know ball now. No, we're not not going to work. Do one more with all five. Do one more with all five. Yeah, we're not going to make it a real. Make it on the fly. No, no, no. We'll make it a real. Do it on the fly. Make one with all five. Okay. Point guard, Kentucky. Shooting guard, Maryland. Small forward, <laughs> UNC. <laughs> Power forward, Iowa. And then the center, Gonzaga. Oh, Iowa power forward. Gonzaga. Sacramento Kings. Yep. Honestly, that's probably the only starting five I knew on top of my dome. So that was a layup for you. Wow. I can do the Nuggets. Go. Kentucky point guard, Georgia shooting guard, Missouri small forward, Arizona power forward, Serbian center. Huh. Well, Anthony Edwards went to Georgia. Ooh. So maybe it's the Wolves. Wait, is it the Wolves? No, because Gobert is a Frenchman. Oh. Who is it then? It's got to be the Nuggets. It's the Nuggets. All right, I'm going to give you guys one. Yeah, give us one, Trevor. All right. <laughs> hmm. He's, Trevor's so mad. He's he's like trying to stump us now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not trying to stump. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you guys here. This is gonna be good. All right. <clears throat> Point guard is a question mark. Oh, no, you what? Can't no, please, please, please. Shooting guard, Kentucky. <gasps> what? Small forward, Washington. Oh my gosh, who could this be? Who could this be? Uh, power forward, Syracuse. Center, Arizona. Oh, oh Portland? It, Portland Trailblazers. Got it. Wow. Well done, boys. Honestly, I was completely lost until the center. The center. Arizona yeah. center. You just re- yeah, started thinking about those guys. Yeah, yeah, you just 
Aiden and my first. It was funny. It's the first person I thought of was Christian Coloco from the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he doesn't even play. You said shooting guard Kentucky, and my first thought was, okay, this is gonna be Booker and the Suns. Right. Then you started naming up. Went to Kentucky. Jada Sharp went to Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He didn't play, but he went. And then oh. Matisse Thibel. And then. Um, oh, Matisse! I forgot he went to Washington. Jeremy Grant. Oh. Wow. Yeah. He went to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, their point guard. I didn't want to give you guys G League. That would be too obvious. Oh, for Scooty true. Scoot. Well, you could have went with Anthony Simons, who also didn't go to college. True. Anthony, he's their true uh, starting shooting guard, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think Sharp would be small forward. I don't even think a thigh bowl even starts. He does. Oh, he does? Yeah. Well, at least at the beginning of the season. Ah. We'll see what that. I don't. I, I don't watch a ton of Portland games. If I'm going to be honest, yeah, they're kind of tough to watch. Yeah. Anyways, hey, really quick, touch on a team that wasn't t- hasn't been touched a lot. Tough. Oh, yeah. We're, this has been a oh, doozy of an episode for uh, us. Um, that has been tough to watch. Yeah. The Orlando Magic. Scott, I'm glad you mentioned that. They have been red hot, seven straight, and. They, in that streak, they beat the Denver Nuggets. They beat the Boston Celtics. They have been one of the darlings of the NBA this season. Right, and we talked about them last week, and I'm glad we're talking about them again because they deserve it. They are ultimate small market franchise, and they have the best defensive rating, the best defense in the NBA, uh, and they're young, and they can improve. They can. They have a ton of assets. They can move players. Yeah, it's the the Magic are a team to watch. They're pretty scary. You know, the fact that they're young and they're number one in defense is pretty insane. And if they can just improve their offensive talent, I think it's kind of sky's the limits for them. They just, they don't have much shooting. They need more shooting. And, and you mentioned this on a reel. Could they possibly go after a guy like Zach Levine? I think Zach Levine would be a great fit for them. They, you know, the, Zach Levine provides an elite score for them, a guy who can score at all three levels on the court. Yeah, he's not the greatest thing defensively, but if you have a culture that is bought in to their defense and he comes to join the team, he, he has to buy it. There's You can't slack off on a team that has something that's so solidly built. Um, and so that's why I think Zach Levine would be a great two guard for the Orlando Magic. And yeah. it's a lot easier to buy in when your team is has one of the best records in the NBA. That makes it a little bit easier if you're a star player to say, oh, I can contribute to a winning culture. That goes a long way. So, you know, there's been talks about, well, will Levine actually want to care or buy in? I think he will, especially if Orlando thinks they can compete with the other teams in the East. Winning solves everything. Right. Shout out Jamal Mosley, early coach of the year candidate. Why not? I don't know how how he could be anything other than the number one slot for coach of the year. You're able to coach this young of a team um, to right now the second best record in the East with the best defensive rating. And on top of that, this is a young team. What are some of the other young teams doing in the NBA? Outside Houston, they're really struggling. So that says a lot about this core that Orlando has built. We mentioned on last episode, 
They are so big from one to five. Jonathan Isaac is coming off the bench. He's earning some recognition as a potential, you know, not defensive player of the year, but make maybe one of those all defensive teams, right? Yeah. That's how good they've been on the defensive end, and that leads to better offense. They just need some more shot creation um, and shot making, and they could they could actually be a, a very, very scary team Is Mark team Hill in the Fultz East. back? No. He'll, he, he's aiming for return on Wednesday. So they think he'll be back Wednesday, which will be huge for them. Yeah. I would also say another coaching candidate, Thunder, Coach Marky D. I don't sure. know how to say his last name. Dagnalt? Yeah, something like that. Um. Those are the two guys I'm eyeing for coach of the year so far. For sure. I I just would lean towards towards Mosley because the Thunder had SGA who just came off of receiving MV, or yeah, MVP votes and right. was an all NBA player. Orlando didn't have that. And so that's what does that say about a culture where it's like, hey, our best players, it's his second season in the NBA. And right sure. now we've got the second best record in the East. That says a lot. We'll see what how it pans out the rest of the season, but a lot to be happy about if you're an Orlando Magic fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. Holiday episode number one is, is in the books. Um, Andy has looked good all episode. Wasn't on camera, but he's looked very handsome. Christian fought some allegations, and, you know, <laughs> we, we, we decide who's naughty and nice. <laughs> But uh, for, for, of course, our producer Andy, Trevor Mayfield, and Christian Dennis, I'm Scudders. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week. Giddy, you're naughty, or you're nice. We don't know yet. <laughs>